was something to rant about. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to another episode of the General Rant. <laughs> was that my good Carol Baskin voice? Well, me, Joe Exotic, <laughs> and that bitch, Carol Baskin. That bitch! <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of the General Rant, uh, with not me, Carol Baskin, but Nathan Ambrose, and yourself. Callum, I'm not giving away my surname. Oh, I gave I away refuse. my surname. Oh, I gave away too much I'll data. Bleep out, I'll bleep out your surname if too you much. want. Too much. No, it's okay. I want people to know who I am. I want people to know the, the voice of the people. <laughs> um, we're going to basically just, for this episode, talk about the possibly the best bit of TV I've seen in... Years. Since, since, since the S Club 7 straight to video documentary that they did yeah they went through africa and also i don't remember, <laughs> Do you know remember this oh. i bet they had some wildcats in there yeah they probably had some wildcats nice um uh, yeah no we're gonna be talking about tiger king today yeah um or as we should say our lord and savior <laughs> joe exotic i'm a gay gun-toting redneck motherfucker <laughs> and i hate that bitch carol baskin Oh, what a legend! What a legend! Before I we mean, start, though, yeah. Before we start, though, so not a legend. To ask, actually, is, is are you okay? How are you? Ah, ah, yeah. gave me the old flip on the old head. I tossed the coin and it flipped on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Um, I've had quite a productive week considering I can't really do anything. We nice. went on a nice walk yesterday. We did. We went. On, it was very an romantic. epic adventure. Yeah, I mean, it was like. It was like the Lord of the Rings, if the Lord of the Rings was on crack. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was pretty. Sort of, pretty... sort of trolls. There was just loads of weird families out. Yeah, stay at home. Yeah, breaking the fucking rules. You can't go out unless there's unless there's only two of you from the same household. Yeah, and you know, and I don't... saw so many groups of people there with their plus ones. Yeah, this disgusting. Isn't, this I don't isn't care a, about a, friendship. A, yeah. This isn't a tween party. This is this is people's lives. You can't bring plus ones on a li- and an outing. Mm. You know what I mean? It's disgusting. Um, yeah, I'm alright. Brought a new demo. Nice. Uh, yesterday, put that in the link in the bio if anyone wants to listen to a bit of music. And um, that's been it, really. I've spent the last week FaceTiming people, so I've been mm. seeing people, just haven't been able to touch them. Yeah. And that's it, really. What about you, Nathan? Yeah, I've not been too bad. Uh, it's been, it's been, a, it's been, it's been productive in the sense of work. Had lots of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Dungeons and Dragons yesterday, the first time in probably about a month, which has been really, it was really nice. Uh, good to see the boys um, slay some dragons, enter some dungeons. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Actually, they got into a fight. It was a big ship battle, and I put on the Pirates of the Caribbean theme tune music because it was just intense as fuck. Have you listened to Sea Shanties? Um, I have an entire playlist on my phone dedicated to Sea Shanties. The Shanty like, Seas. The Shanty Seas. Um, uh, from the uh, the epic game that was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It's just a bunch of random people doing voices and and and, uh, uh, and singing Sea Shanties. They're brilliant. They are brilliant. They are top notch. I, I think that's that. the best way to keep your spirits up in these times is to yeah. start singing a shanty. Start drinking some rum and just sit in your bathtub and listen to sea shanties. <laughs> pretend, you're <on> the, <laughs> pretend you're on the high seas. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's been good. Uh, actually, just a quick shout out to um, my good friend Abby Hanny. It was her birthday yesterday. It was her 20th, I believe. Her 20th birthday. No. Well, well done to her for making Did it. Did she listen? Well. 
to this. She does. She actually has her own podcast called... Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do, Abby, um, do you want to do a collab? W- yeah, well, they are way more successful than us, I would say, because um, there's four of them or something like that, so they have the four times the amount of publicity, whatever. I mean, but we're, ours is Well, a we lot have funnier. four times the amount of charisma. Yeah. I'm going to start a oh, podcast yeah. war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're yeah. calling you out. What, 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 oh, I bet God. they can't even do their podcast anymore because they don't live together. Yeah, well, they're all in, they're all in different places. So way Yeah, they're way... Idiots. We got... Well, Me and Nathan knew this would happen. That's why I made yeah, them move in. To be fair, I did follow them the other day because they... they oh. I think they're only on like episode four or something like that. What fucking losers. Uh, oh. Behind the times. Yeah. We started this podcast when podcasting wasn't even a thing. Yeah, yeah we but, were the first ones. The we are, we are the pioneers. I think it's called like listening with your uh, talk. Ah, oh, talking with your mouthful is the podcast. So maybe go give them that. A is a very good podcast. It is. Man. Yeah, it is. I think it, right. it's, it's very. I think it's very girly though. It's like a very girly podcast. Is it like a? Ugh, I bet they talk about makeup. And oh boys. yeah, they do about bloody boys and I makeup. Bet, I bet uh, for legal reasons they probably can't say the boy. So they're just like, ugh, remember boy A from uh, yeah. three weeks ago? Like, ugh, boy A, he's the one who stank and yeah, had a small yeah. willy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ugh, I detest boy A, but I'm talking to him again. Now, uh, we're going to get back to it. So I watched Tiger King um, about a week ago and I finished it in, well, about one day because yeah. I was damn well hooked like a tiger with a bit of meat. Yeah. And um, then I told Nathan, word of mouth travels fast in this <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, it'd be true. <laughs> and I believe that again. <laughs> and then um, I've basically just been saying to everybody I know for the past week, watch this damn series because it is fucking brilliant. Mm. And um, yeah, then you watched it, you finished it yesterday. So straight yeah. out. It took me a back. while. I think I, I, I spent about a week. Like, there was yeah, like you a sort few of slowly days. watched it. Yeah. Which I find ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I do apologize for that. I had other things to I want to know um, first off, what do you think about it? And what are your takeaway points from this whole debacle of wild animals in captivity? So it was very interesting. It was a very interesting like take on what, because I I just presumed I just I think like most people would have just presumed that yeah there's tigers in captivity or there's like animals like there's all these like different like zoos all over the world but actually just how like how it's like a community if you know what I mean and it that's is what I took away a from weird it. hate community and it's like so it's like it's like there's so many different people that are these like giants in that kind of like world that we mm-hmm. don't even know about. Do you know what I mean? I think maybe like Joe Exotic was quite famous in the sense that he had a lot of like, there was that bit with like Shaquille O'Neal where he'd gone down to visit and like gave him a shout out on the NBA um, podcasting that they do. But like, it was it was insane just to see how how many people are actually doing this. And actually it is, in, in one aspect it is quite bad, but even even like that bitch Carol Baskin, what she was fighting for was still, she was still doing the wrong things as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of like hip, hip. Would it would it be hypocrisy? Huge hypocrisy. In this Huge thing. hypocrisy in that. Um, and it's it's kind of staggering to know at the end <clears throat> when I when they gave up like a, a few of those facts like Joe's like yeah. I mean spoilers prison. for this by but, the way. Yeah. Full spoilers. Don't listen to this unless you've watched it yeah. or unless you just don't care. Yeah, and you just enjoy listening to us talk about things, which is equally is okay um the um the amount of tigers that are actually in captivity in the united states 
and like over the world alone. I think it was like something like ten thousand, but there's only four thousand in the wild. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's a really. I think between watching stuff like this and Louis Theroux, you just begin to realise that America is Fuck. a fucking you know land of the th- land of the free and all that. But I mean, maybe you're a bit too free. Yeah, I think it, yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. that someone should have put a cap on some of the stuff you can do because I feel like when they were starting out in America they were just like do whatever the fuck you want mm. and now it's resulted in all of this weird shit yeah yeah and oh my god I mean my mind was just I was gripped mm. you know this is like honestly one of the best documentaries I've seen you know outside of the big boy documentaries that you have like Louis Theroux etc in terms of being like a multi-part series documentary, mm. this I was just absolutely transfixed by this. Like I found it so interesting, and I, I went through bits of being semi-inspired, and then repulsed, and then just outright outraged yeah. by what was going on and what I was watching, and I, just baffled as well. I think one of the most interesting parts of that documentary was during the entire thing was you were on such a like a fence on. Everyone, and it's like, yeah, like at well, the start, I was like, "What the hell has this Joe guy done wrong?" Do you know what I mean? Like, he's such a fucking nice guy. Like, he cares about the animals and things. But as a, and and like this Carol Baskin's a bitch, however, which yeah, she is. But like at the end of it, <laughs> like at the end of it, it would was you like, put a cap in her ass and then I'll put a cap in your head? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like at about the same time, like the as the documentary went on, I realized this Joe guy is a fucking nutter. Yeah, and also so is everyone else in that industry. Like they are all horrible people. Not all. I know actually that there was that one guy. And, there was a few. And he oh, was, we're gonna go through the different people yeah. in a minute. And, yeah, okay. And I'll, I'll retract that comment for everyone, but like in a generalized majority term, for like the generalized term, like the big giants in that industry who I was like, oh, these guys are, you know, they got good morals actually. In no. the sense of, of, of everything else, but maybe some big cats. It's hard to say who horrible. the biggest prick is because I was swayed constantly throughout the, throughout the whole thing of going, oh, they seem okay. And then, mm. and then I was like, actually, no. So we're going to go straight from the top. Carol Baskin. What do you think of her? Killed her husband. Do you, you think she's genuinely I, killed her husband? I think there's a lot of... Like, there's a lot of thing about that where people are like, oh, she killed her husband. Oh, she didn't kill her husband. But, like, at the same time, like... And in the documentary, they did a really good job of portraying her being all sad and things like that. And then also the flip side. Yeah, they, they showed everyone in this documentary to be so, a good and bad person. And it was so, like... It was just so just straight through the middle. It was like, we're not taking sides on it. We're just doing it. And in all honesty, like... You think she killed him? I think she killed him. I don't. I don't think she fed him to the tigers or whatever. I just think that she, or even if she didn't kill him, she had something to do with it because there's no way that you're that. Like if if I, maybe it's just her as a person, but if I was married to someone that was incredibly rich, they died, and they had family, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to take all of that money for myself, and you know what I mean. It's tough though because I, you get the whole thing with this, which is that her husband. The, the guy who she supposedly killed was also a bit of an asshole. Yeah, and that's in the, the fact person. he left his family. It, the whole thing is that I also thought was interesting is they did not say in that documentary how he made his millions. Yeah. And they did say that he could be in trouble with some, you know, some of the wrong people. Mm. And I think, and they kept bringing up this point, which was he wanted to fucking escape. Yeah. He wanted to go. 
Um, I do think she had something to do with his disappearance. Whether she killed him or not, I'm not 100% sure, but I, she definitely has something to do with it. Yeah. But other than that, I think she herself is one of these characters in it, which is that she started off by being a breeder. Mm. And now, but she's had the transformation to become, I can see what her purpose is for and I can see what she's talking about. And yeah. the fact that the, there is abuse and negligence when it comes to the care of the animals. Yeah. So in a way, bad person, but she at the end of it, she has kind of good morals, I think. I think yeah. she's, on the, okay. she's on the right side morally at the end, although she should definitely be investigated. Yeah, I think... And her husband is clearly the most delusional fucking man. Yeah. Like, I feel he's gone into it and got... I think as a rich guy, but also she's very rich and they just don't really give a shit. Like, they're just happy to just be like, we care so much about this cause, which is good. We're just going to keep throwing money. But this guy, his name is... Oh, I can't remember his fucking name now for the life of me. Um, Larry Rhodes? No, that's... no, that's. Oh, no, that's... that's the, that's the so I just saw grey hair. We'll call him, like, um, Discount Prince Charles. Oh, it's Howard Baskin, oh. obviously. Oh. I feel he is just... I don't know. I think he's a bit of a... I think... Sketch. Weird. I think he's a weird guy. I weird think... guy. That's what the, the, the overall thing I got from those wedding photos they had, where they he was like dressed up as a caveman and she was like dressed up as yeah. like a... I was like, oh God. I think so one American. of the things, it's so like, with a lot of people with big personalities as well, like, I know like, like the Carol Baskin had was like, I think she had this way, and I think it's a lot of people both men and women, I'm not just shouting out at Carol for this, but like a lot of people have these addictive personalities where people can come into their life and be addicted by them, if you know what I mean, and like be swayed very easily. And I think he's come into this, I'm not saying he's a victim because he is a bit of a prick, but like he, I think he didn't know how out of hand it was going to get. And then I think he's just kind of rode the wave with it as well. And it's, it's engulfed him as a person because he probably before this issue... And before everything, he came into this, he might have had, like, a slight view on it. But I think he's now been engulfed into it so Yeah, much definitely. There's now, like, no way out of it. And I think that's just a... Mm. Yeah, I found it at the end of it as well, with the whole murder plot. He was completely happy to go along with somebody who himself is a absolute cunt, just because it basically got them to win. Yeah. And it's like, if you really cared, you'd be saying... All they cared about was getting the victory over Joe. Yeah. They didn't care about bringing down the whole thing because they don't seem to... They've made this blacklist and whatever, but their only real goal was to get Joe in prison. And they did that. And in order to do that, they believed that about this whole murder plot for hire. Mm. And they went alongside two people who I feel are more detestable, if not worse. Yeah. And we'll get onto them in a minute. Um, what did you think about Doc Antle? Oh, I hate him from the I, get-go. I, yeah, I'm I, strong, I strongly feel he's a massive... I, that guy, to me, looks just like an abuser of yeah. both people and animals. Yeah. And he also just seems like a huge cunt. Yeah. He, um, um, I think it was the, the point where, like, like, you can have in, in, in your life, it doesn't matter who you are, you can, if you want to be, was it not monogamous, but poly... Uh, polyamorous. Yeah, the the yeah, you have many wives or as many husbands as you really want. Like you do what you want to do, but it's it's to a point where like he's like a lot older and he's like kind and of. It, it's not about him yeah. actually being in love with these women. It's he's he's 
he's got this sense of pride that he is like the this this god. He sees himself basically. as like a yeah, as yeah. like some he is like a cult. And, and they said, lures, Oh, what do you yeah. think this is some cult? And I was like, It looks like yeah. a cult. And he lures women, young women who are like and in a sense, even Joe had that. With, I mean, they, with men. They, that's what they were kind of saying, and that's one of the things that Carol was definitely right about. But then she also had a whole army of volunteers who got paid nothing. Yeah. So it's like, again, they're all as bad as each other, really. But um, yeah, no, they 100%, they have the kind of like the flashy lifestyle, they have a load of fucking income. Well, not all of them, but they somehow have the income to support their sort of like. Uh, they're sort of, be- they're, oh, how can I say it? Because they're not really their lovers. They're more like their sort of, what's the word to say? They're captivated followers. Yeah. They have all this stuff to throw at them, to flash at them. Yeah. This lifestyle. And um, and yeah, it, it seems highly manipulative. It, it's like it, Travis. This, that, that dot guy seemed really yeah. like a, a nasty piece of work. Like, and... It's the bit where he was like, oh, I'd, I'd sleep with an AK-47 under my mattress. And it's like, why do you feel so comfortable about that? Mm. And the more slightly distressing thing about that was the fact that um, towards the very end um, of the documentary, there was the thing about him euthanizing baby tigers. Yeah. And it said that he declined to comment. Now... That to me just sounds say, like yeah, I'm do. not going to say anything because I need to back myself up legally before anything comes out. Because yeah. he had the the woman who sort of escaped him. Do you remember her? Yeah. Who he he made get like implants and stuff. Yeah, and then she'd and then she sort of escaped, but yeah. then she had that tiger, tiger that just and, disappeared. Yeah. And I was like, well, he's either sold it or killed it, and yeah. either either one is illegal. So I mean, and this is the thing. This is now on documentary stuff, so it's like surely this will help pave the way, maybe, but. Doc Antle, I'm going to rank him up there as one of the biggest arseholes in this documentary. He's a more of an arsehole than Carol Baskin, I'm going to say Yeah, that. I think it should be that bitch, Doc Ant- Ant- Anton. Ant- yeah. Um, Antle. So yeah. we've spoken a bit about Howard already. John, John Finley, the, the guy who, to me, looks like all the red hot chilli peppers rolled into one. It, he, I But like a, a, a sort of like a weird... Sort I think of, um, we could talk about him and Travis together, really, because they were both roped into it from a young age, and I think, yeah, in a sense, they're not. I a thought big... they were both. I thought they were both. I mean, that John guy just cared about animals, yeah, and he got lured into it, and he was, bless him, a fuck. He's been like a meth addict, and you could see like he'd fucked his teeth. Yeah, he didn't really have any teeth. Or Since then, though, he's actually said he's gone out and spoken out against the film creators because he's actually now got all his teeth. Yeah, he's got he's got like a proper set on him and he's gotten over his meth addiction and you know, he's married and got a kid and everything. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely thought John, one of the very pure people in this whole yeah. thing, like, cause he just did care. Like whether he and was, what, whether they were right or not yeah. is debatable, but it's like a lot of the workers as well that worked at yeah. GW. Well, Zoom that guy and also the long haired one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eric. Yeah. I fucking loved. He yeah. looked like uh, Taylor Hawkins out of Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had like red hot chili peppers yeah. all in one, and then you had like the Foo Fighters drummer there. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was because he just cared, like, yeah. and he seemed genuinely upset about the way that everything had gone. And they were both also really honest, where they were like, "This started out as a thing for conserving animals and looking mm. after them that had been mistreated, and it's now turned into effectively a, a huge business." Uh, for selling cubs and 
you know, it, it went on from there. But John, I thought he was a fucking lovely guy. And I, thought, I just think he'd just been roped into this whole thing and being kept there by the money and the drugs and kind of forced into this weird relationship. It was very weird. The the Travis thing was really fucked as well, but yeah. that guy seemed like a ticking time bomb. I mean, he was just being pumped with weed to keep him happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and meth. And I meth. mean, meth, weed, anything, it seemed, to stop him from going off the rails completely. And then, now, in the documentary... They talk about the fact that he had a Luger and he said, oh, it doesn't have a clip in it, it doesn't fire, right? Mm. And therefore it's an accident. But I'm like, he meant to kill himself. Yeah, there's no There's way. no accident. Because he was saying before then, there was a video clip of him saying, my last cigarette before I die. And then he was saying he was coming into the office and saying he felt like a prisoner, he was trapped, he couldn't leave. He had no way out. And it's like, well, that's the talk of a suicidal man. Yeah. That's not. That's not the talk of someone who can be... He's just having a bad day, like, and you saw the footage of him, like, punching the fucking trailer and, like, mm. being basically like, Joe, all, Joe doesn't really give a shit. He's just sort of wants him there. It's, it's It all seemed really bad. I, I didn't like the way that it was an accident. It was like, nah, mate, he 100% wanted to kill himself. Like, Whether it was on the actual day that he did it. Yeah, he not, was a ticking time bomb. He definitely did want it. It wouldn't have ended any other way anyway. No. It's either that or I feel like he'd have killed somebody else. Like, yeah. I, I feel he was in that really bad place. So, yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. I mean, it's sad about him, to be honest. Yeah, I was sad. And I, I, that was one of the more shocking moments in the documentary when they yeah. showed I remember, the... Yeah, I was with you and I was watching it and I just looked at you and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, that was, they've got balls to yeah. include that, to be fair. But I think it's right because you got... If a place is so hostile at a workplace where you're willing to fucking shoot yourself and you feel like a prisoner and you can't escape and yeah. you can't do anything it, you know bad um but we're gonna save joe till last so we'll carry on um we've got rick kirkham who to me just seemed like a sort of you know the, the guy he was the cowboy guy oh the producer yeah, yeah, yeah i thought he was the most i mean he didn't because he didn't really because he wasn't a part of it he was just filming it and I, he seemed like the more the voice of reason and i feel most yeah. of his conclusions were fairly accurate which yeah. is they both claim to care about animals but do they really and are they just doing this because it's basically a little bitch fight you yeah. know more than anything else um, i think his is an extremely sad story in the sense that like i don't know because there was a whole thing about whether he burnt down the, uh, he obviously didn't do no, that because that's because the thing was was that, that like, in coming from a point of view where like that's something that I would like to do, not film reality TV, but get into the bit that kind of business acting, like producing, directing, whatever. Um, you, if you spend your life, if I spent my life writing a script for the past like five years of my life, I wouldn't, and I was happy with it, and I wanted to. Show and it. this was this I was fueling his retirement. Yeah, you know, he said this is estimated to. He said, you know, I can sell this to a network. For a million dollars, and you think, well, right now Netflix have probably spent millions making this, yeah, and they're going to make millions from it. So he was ahead of the curve. Yeah, and this was before Louis Theroux did a documentary with him as well. So you're like, well, this guy, yeah, why would he burn away? I All mean, a, literally money, yeah. a million dollars that was sitting in there, and he, I, I, he had the, the completely right point, which yeah. is there was so much incriminating shit on there, like because they'd filmed every second of every day. Cut it down, made the footage, but 
I mean, mate, amateur mistake not to back up your stuff. That yeah. is, to be fair, I mean, silly, at the time, silly move. I can understand it, but at the same time, you're like, mate, come on, you've got to back it yeah. up. I think at the time as well, I think in that situation, I don't think you would have thought about it either. Like, I kind of see his point of like... And then you've got a production room and it's all... You've got everything, yeah. You've already got everything. Yeah, it is. It's a shame. But like, I think I think some of the footage used would have been footage that he took. Mm. Um, I think there must have been some of it still about, but... But not enough to create a series or a documentary. No, but I'm glad they... Because he was the voice more of reason. And also, he was unapologetic in what he was saying because he doesn't have any allegiance to anybody he yeah. went in there as somebody to make money out of, of a series yeah to in a sense exploit what's happening like not exploit what's happening is in the situation but just exploit joe in the sense of like whether joe saw it as good publicity or bad publicity it was still he was still exploiting yeah it and he was going to make money from it and he didn't care in the sense of i don't care what these people think yeah i'm just doing it i, I liked his frank honesty where yeah. he was like I don't give a fucking shit about any of these people yeah. or anything. He was like, oh, no, at least he's been honest. He's probably the only one out of the fucking thing that is really other than the sort of like workers who were there. So Rick Kirkham, good guy. I'm going to give yeah. him a B. Because yeah. I feel a bit shady still. He's a seven out of ten. Like he's a seven. He's a seven. <laughs> yeah, he's a big seven. That cowboy hat of... tipped. I was like, mate, woof. Jeez, got my legs shaking. <laughs> got me shaking at the knees. Do, 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 do. He probably likes that song. So we then got a couple of the side characters. Um, we've spoken a bit about Eric already. Um, we've got the we've got the girl whose arm got bitten off and then just came back to work. Um, Trooper, I liked her. I liked her, but I was also a bit like. I think with I was also a bit like uh, if I got my arm bitten off, I, I'd have probably sued or something. I, I don't know really. Like no, it's it's because it's. I think she has a good work mentality. She had a good work. Like if I was doing a film and I was arm doing, got bitten and off. I was doing a stunt, let's say, and I maybe had to like run and jump into jump, a shark, jump, jump onto a crash mat, and I jumped and I broke my leg. I wouldn't turn around and go, this is the fucking studio's fault for doing this. I mean, it could be, though. No, because I, I was the one that was like, okay, I'm going to jump. and to, I mean, um, it was her fault. She did stick her arm through a yeah, thing. Yeah, you know However, I mean? so she couldn't sue technically because it was her line of business. And she couldn't... She, I was, still just was anything. a bit like, you've shown a lot of commitment to a job where you've literally had your arm bitten off. But you know what? Fair enough. Um, she was she was nice, though. I, I think, again, one of the good people out of this. Um, we got John... He was the guy with the with the uh, two well with the two amputated um, legs from below the knee. He was I I liked him. I liked him. I feel I didn't. Really, I feel he had a lot more to dish as well. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he kept a lot of stuff from like about like talking about. Yeah, it uh, the, the thing is with him, I just thought was sad is it feels like this whole thing has just in a way ruined his life. Yeah, I mean he left his wife after. Was it like 30 years? Yeah. And just lives uh, on his own now. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a shame. And it's like, again, his sort of passion is all gone now. He was a nice guy, though. I like John. Mm. Again, I think he's a bit of a dark horse. I think John could have a bit more to say. Mm. Uh, I'd like him to do a second series, really, or to do at least a few follow-on episodes to just say what's happening because the end was left with a lot to talk about. And uh, we're now going to get on to... A, a real piece of work. Jeff Lowe. 
Boy, this is a this is a heavy bit. I want to say this guy is a huge fucking cunt. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Everything about him made me just want to. If he just made me he, so angry, he's everything wrong. Obviously, with, he has a small penis. Uh, when he was like, "That guy's a fucking lie. He's got a little dick." <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. He, 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 he he's overcompensating for everything. He was in so much debt, like he couldn't pay off his Ferrari that he drove around. He, he's the house fucking... was fucking rented. He could have had like a hundred k in the bank, but it wouldn't have even, it wouldn't have been of his own money. But he was in so much debt that it wasn't. It's even just all flash for him, isn't it? And yeah. he just looks like a paedophile. Yeah. Everything about him, and you know what? It's just he's just one of those faces. Did you see the pictures of him as a as a kid, yeah. like a teenager? I was like, oh my god! Yeah, you think... are just like a weird wax sculpture. Yeah, you are absolutely foul in every way. And, like, and he was like, yeah, one pussy gets a lot of pussy, and I was like, oh. and I think there was that bit where he was his him and his wife. Not his wife. That was his partner. Well, partner. Sorry. And I mean, th- so that's the whole thing. Well, that woman who he was with it was his mistress, and that's is. So you remember there was the thing about the fact his wife had been choked and assaulted Ooh. by him because she confronted him about this mistress, and it's like, why would you then want to be with a man who has who has yeah got a that. felony for assaulting and choking out his wife? Like yeah. what? Yeah, Mate, I mean, the like... mind boggles. And like even the bit where he was talking about the nanny, where they got this. Obviously, she was a very attractive woman, um, and and he was like, he was like, well, it's good, something's good to look at around the house. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and she if was my wife turned around annoying. and said that they got a manny, right? <laughs> and was like, we only got like manny the mammoth out, yeah. of, uh, out of ice age. <laughs> no, if they got someone and they were like, oh, I just want him because he's fit, I'd be like, you're a fucking well, he's just a misogynistic scam. pig, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, this is everything that feminism's about. Is you know, yeah. You can scream from the rooftops. Feminism's gone a bit too far. But then you see people like this, and you're like, Actually, would you feel yeah. comfortable if your girlfriend worked for someone like that? No, no, you no. wouldn't. Would you feel comfortable if your mum had to be around someone no. like that? No, no. He's literally everyone's worst nightmare. And the thing that's worse about this guy is he's clearly just a fucking crook. Like yeah. he's so obviously he's so bad. Bent, like it's unreal. Like. Yeah, without a doubt. And. The bit at the end where he basically dobbed everybody in as well. He became a part yeah. of the witness protection thing. It's like, yeah, you're doing that because you've got a lot to hide. Yeah. A lot. And we're going to get on to arguably one of the most annoying people in this whole series. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. James Garretson. Oh, the, the, the reptile dealer. Yeah. The, the guy who was like, had clearly only ever been with a woman because they worked for him at a strip club. Yeah. It was... He was a tough one to he watch. Like I hated him. Thousand... I got very homophobic vibes off of him as well. Yeah. Like when he was like, oh, yeah, so-called Tiger Queen. And then he was like, oh, King. And it was like, <laughs> you yeah. know what you're doing there. Like, stop. Making a gay joke. Just fuck yeah, like, yeah. Like, it, it was just a bit like, oh, come on, man. He was, and maybe he was right, he was a reptile dealer because he was a goddamn snake. I'll tell you that for sure. Everything, he was... Just a detestable piece of shit as well. And the bit where he was like, yeah, the feds were coming down on me because of this lemur. I was like, I feel like there was something more going on there mm. than a lemur without the correct paperwork. And then, you know, Joe... And, you know, everything Joe said, you had to take a pinch of salt. 
taking yeah. a pinch of salt because he's like, oh, did you know? Is he really telling the truth? But he's talking about credit card schemes, selling stolen goods. It's like I feel like they more came down on him with that and said, look, you're gonna go to fucking prison yeah. for the rest of your life unless you cooperate. I really detested him. And the bit where he's... I mean, the funniest bit of the whole thing was him on the... The jet ski. The jet ski at the end. Because <laughs> that fucking guy... And they definitely did that. I might make that the image for the podcast this oh, week. I don't want that I might Photoshop I, our I, faces onto it. Oh, please do. I want to be on the nipples. <laughs> he is... I said to Nathan, I was like, this guy, he's like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. I mean, look, no body shame in here, but... I think you've got a vile personality. I think you're in every right to body shame someone as well. Because, like, you could be fat and be the most amazing person in the world. No one's going to have anything anything bad to say about you. But that guy was a fat piece of shit. He was detestable. Yeah, and, like, if he came anywhere near me, I would probably, like, throw up. I mean, you could just tell he smelled like like a pair of worn slippers. Yeah, and, like, a bit of off mayonnaise. Like... Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to turn this into a roast battle because the 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 crook can't defend himself. But yeah. if you're ever listening to this, James Garretson, yeah, you are you. a fat cunt, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a snake to boot as well. Um, just a horrible, horrible piece of shit. Yeah. So we're getting near the end of the sort of character list now. Um, we got Tim Stark. He was the other owner. He was the guy who wanted to do the 50-50 deal with him. Now, I didn't mind him. I... I didn't mind him. The bit where he was like, when he was talking about Doc Myrtle, and he was like, I don't need him to tell me about how to treat the damn animals. He was like, I want to know, he gets all them damn women. How does he get them to do whatever he wants? And I was like, oh, you're all just as bad as each I other. I mean, fair enough. Like, he maybe is like this kind of like sexy he was just... pig. But at the same time, in the sense of like the documentary terms of like talking about the animal side of it, I think he had more of a, he had probably the better understanding of it. Well, he made thing. a more valid point for why you would have animals in captivity than anybody else did. Because his straight up point was, if you want to conserve wildlife, yeah the thing you've got to do is breed. But I think what ran out with him is what do you do once they've been bred? Yeah. So are you going to sell them to some playboy in California for $5,000 or are you going to look after them and keep them well? Yeah. And I feel like with him, there was that definite thing, which is like, I get your point, but you as a person are not the person to deliver that point to me. Yeah. Um, I found him a confusing character and I feel like he just wanted to see the competition, competition all burned down. He didn't give a single shit about why I'm to Joe. And then he wanted to sort of, you know, get into, you know, get into bed with Jeff. Mm. Um, and it's obviously like, that's obviously a bad idea. Mm. And the very end of it was basically, uh, Tim saying, well, um, I'm coming for you. Yeah. Like straight up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna sort of bury you legally and get this all done with and I was like well I guess that would be interesting to see I think he was the least worst like out of the bat like the bad bunch he was the least worst I would say maybe I still think he was a bit of an asshole. but he's the lesser of the evils if you know what I mean yeah okay um I think so he, he was a complicated character I feel like he's in so also to give a little bit of background Louis Theroux did a documentary a few years ago 
about animals in America, about wild animals being mm. in captivity in America. And so they, they actually interview Joe, spend a lot of time at Joe's Park, and they also talk to Tim in this, and Tim doesn't come off great in that. Mm. He just comes off a lot of these where they're like, I don't trust anyone. Don't even trust my old damn wife. And that's one of the lines he actually said in it. And his wife is just like, they're sort of like, oh, okay. Um, definitely recommend watching that though, because this is kind mm. of before the whole thing, you know, this is obviously, I think this is before they would have been starting filming it for Netflix. And it's, it's quite interesting. Anyway, um, Alan Glover, the weird fat hitman. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, Shady fella. Yeah. I, Do you think I, he actually I, killed someone though? I feel like he's just been into prison a lot and he's just like, I'll just get a teardrop tattoo just to prove it. I think... I don't think he's killed a person in his life. I think he's a massive pussy. Mm. That bit where he's like, yeah, I just went, you know, I just don't know what happened, but it happened for the best. I'm like, no, you just stole $3,000 and fucked off. Like, you clearly, you know mm. what I mean? Like, you, think, you were never going to kill her. I, yeah, I don't think he ever had the intention to kill Carol, but like, I think... I don't know, you can't, I don't really know, like, he went to prison for multiple things, really. Um, I mean, he could have, I, I, I definitely would have thought he could. He looked he like could, a fuckhead, didn't he? Yeah, I you mean, he could definitely, definitely smack someone about, do you know what I mean? Like, if, you, if, if he was in that situation, I bet, like, bar fights and things like that, but I don't think he's ever, like, gone and killed someone. Although he, I don't know, I, I couldn't really, I couldn't really place him at the minute, because he's just a bit of a... I was thinking he's a fucking scumbag. That's yeah, my I bottom mean, line. That is it. I'm putting it on the table now. Scumbag. Not the worst, because he's basically just working for the biggest cunt in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, not a, not a good guy, I would say. Um, so, I mean, really, we've got... haven't got a lot more to talk about in terms of the characters other than the big boy himself, but we've got Joshua Dial as well, and he was Joe's campaign manager. And he was, he was the guy who saw very, Travis thought, shoot himself. I, I thought, thought he, he was, was a very interesting person. Like, yeah, and I thought along he, with him and Rick, the best people to get a full idea of what was going on. But yeah. I feel like he was also very entwined come, in Joe's games. Yeah. He seemed to really buy everything that Joe was saying, whereas a lot of the people who worked at the park were like, um, I wouldn't trust him. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I think that's the, fair. At the same time, like he did go into being the campaign manager going, oh, this is what I've always wanted to do. But... He also was like, he's never gonna fucking win anyway. But he yeah. like, I think, I think it was an interesting guy to like hear from. Like Ricks, though. I think, like you said, like he was a very much outside of the perspective character anyway. But he was a lot more Joe, honest, than, a lot more Joe's side than it was anything else. Yeah, definitely. And he is the classic Southern state. I don't like the government. I don't care for the government. I yeah, believe I should like, be able to like, do like, everything. Oh, well, I, want. I was saying, I was just saying to fuck the fades. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Brilliant. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah. Um, now, well, we'll talk about it in a minute when it comes to Joe, but it's some of the more ugly stuff has come out about Joe since this whole documentary. Yes. Did you yeah, see about I him? Saw, uh, um, that is, he's wanting about... use of the N-word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not great. I and I didn't understand it. Because I was like, you've been... before we came to do the podcast, I saw it. It was on um, Facebook and it was about, um, he'd said something, it was the 23rd of March, 22nd of March, something like that as well. He'd spoke about something like literally like no, but it's just like as a as a I've never maybe it's me being a bit too hopeful about things, but I've never understood personally why 
somebody who, for example, is gay would then be racist. Because it's you both suffer kinds of discrimination. I think, but you then finding someone who's been discriminated against discriminating, and I find that very confusing to get in my head. Mm. Very confusing. It's something I just can't understand. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe. I mean, clearly in Joe's case, he just saw himself as being able to do whatever the fuck he wanted, which I think is his main problem. And I mean, we might as well just get on to it. Joe Exotic. Before we go on to Joe, though, actually, I need a wee. Okay. If that's okay. Yeah, well, okay, you go and do that then. But, I mean, you can talk to the people. Well, I mean, I'm just going to... Joe Exotic. Yes, there was no weeing in between. There was no wee. No. Anyway. No, uh, I mean, to be honest, I mean... What a confusing guy. You really, personally, I struggled to dislike him throughout the whole yeah. thing, even until the very end, because there's something quite likeable about him. I think that... It's, it's perhaps his... I mean, his honesty. Not when it comes to the racism. That wasn't cool. Yeah. But in terms of the rest of it, I, I kind of liked his attitude, which is that he didn't really give a fuck. Yeah. Um. Um... Like, where he was just like, I'm gay, I'm broke as shit. You know, he he just loved his guns. I was yeah. like, you know what, I guess in a place where you are in the world, the fact that you're so openly comfortable with who you are yeah. is quite miraculous. Yeah. Um, But, like I said, double-edged sword, I feel like he was also just so detestable throughout parts of it. Yeah. And it, it was... I think, to be honest with you, he's clearly a man who is mentally not right. Yeah. I mean, he was, like like we said with Travis and... and, and um, he's a manipulator, was definitely. It John? Was it John? Yeah. They're very much manipulated, very much, like, trapped. And a lot of the people... Like, there was scenes in that where he was talking about firing people because they just said a point against him. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and he acted up a lot. And, and I, I think he just loved... He wanted to... I think... And maybe it's a sad thing is that at the very end, and even in the Louis Theroux documentary, his real concern is, you know, keeping the population of wild animals alive that are in danger. Yeah. But you see towards the end that he just didn't give a fucking shit about them anymore. And yeah. what he cared about was making everything about, it, you know, the Joe show. Like yeah. he said. Well, when he was doing the, when they did the uh, opening for the documentary and they had the, um, the title bit where he was like sat on the throne. And Rick said that he'd walk in and see Joe just watching over and over again him in on the throne, and it's like he yeah, was he so was obsessed, self obsessed, like narcissistic in a sense, I'd say. Um, do you think he actually um, did hire Thingy to kill Carol Baskin? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. I think, I think he just point, reached his end's tether and he was just like, you know what, I don't give life. a fuck. I'll do it. I just want to dead. Because I, I, I think it came at the point when he'd lost everything. Yeah. And he was like, you know what, just fuck yeah. this. And I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I felt bad for his, was it Dylan, that husband that he had after Travis? I mean, I just think, again, that just reeks of manipulation. Yeah. And because think, they got married two months after Travis had died. And I don't think... Dylan he didn't was, care yeah. about healing clearly or getting over yeah, things. Yeah, he, he just wanted somebody. It's like when you, like, if you, to like... This is a rebound, yeah. isn't it? It's like, um, if... But it was very intense, which is pretty much everything that Joe is. Anyway. Well, that is a lot of rebounds, though, yeah. in real life. You know, you get people who've 
broken up with somebody and they just instantly end up seeing somebody else. It's like you clearly haven't actually yeah. healed from the fact that you're emotionally a bit damaged. Like you, you're just basically resting all of your stuff on somebody else in order to get over it, yeah. which is a very toxic, sadistic thing. way yeah. of doing things. And um, if you are like that, you're a fucking idiot. And, um, you know, uh, from from my my uh, my my history of being a psychologist. And a therapist, I would say, take some time to heal. Heal the wounds. Self-care. Self-care is the best care. Exactly. Um, Unless you've got a real illness, like gangrene, then self-care is not Self-care good. won't do. No. A few orange slices won't fix gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've learned. If I've, if I've learned... If I learned anything from this documentary... <laughs> so you can't fix gangrene with a few bits of orange, but you can with some... Going off meat from a truck, <laughs> well, like that meat it. truck was. Yeah. Oh God, we'll get we'll we'll talk about the meat truck later. But anyway, uh, yeah, Joe, insane. Joe, I really think started out right and just went completely off is the fucking rails. Butter? It is cocoa butter. Yeah, I'm buttering up my hands. Sounds cocoa-y. Coconutty. Coconutty. Yeah, but I, you know that smells like <laughs> got a bit of chocolate. <laughs> Hot chocolate, just just rubbing it in my hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe, you ruined it for yourself, man. I really was rooting for you at the beginning. Yeah. And I, I really was, was I on the side that Carol Baskin's a bitch, but you are worse than Carol Baskin. Yeah. In so many ways. Even if she did kill her husband, you are still worse because it was a bit at the end as well when they said that he they found the, the skeletal remains of five tigers. Yeah. And it was like he just basically just took him out and just shot him in in the head you know, yeah. oh man it's all going so wrong it's so yeah. hard to watch I it really was hard to watch this at times I think his it, he just broke as a person he just went I think ah, he was a very broken I'm guy done. I'm done and yeah. just, just and it's sad like you know what I mean like someone that was very pure in a sense of started like, out with all his, the right intentions yeah, but he just got obsessed with money and fame and well, as a lot of people do, tigers for five grand a pop. Do you know what I mean? Like, and 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 actually, that which is illegal. Which yeah, it's illegal. But at the same time, like five grand a pop to feed your, like feed your family and things like that. It's like you going, eh, you know. And I can see in a sense of where it's gone down the line of, but it took a spiral and it went too far, and he just, he just went mental. Yeah, but definitely guilty. Mental. I'm saying absolutely guilty, and. Um, I like I've yeah no qualms with the fact he's guilty, but I just want to see all the rest of these people now go to prison because it did shout to me at the very end. I was just like, how are the rest of these people not in not, prison? Yeah. Like Jeff Lowe, uh, you've got the fucking what's his name, um, uh, Doc Myrtle. Yeah, like in particular, I don't know how Doc Myrtle's not in prison. He should be done for some kind of like fucking sexual assault charge. Or something. I mean, the know. thing is, I genuinely believe thoroughly that is exactly probably what he's been doing, but the people are probably too scared. I mean, the guy was bragging about having an AK-47 under his thing, and if it's true, which I think it is, about the fact he basically gasses to death tigers and then yeah. he burns them, I'm like, well... He's basically Hitler of the tiger world. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a vegetarian. Hitler was a kept... vegetarian. Oh, Hitler was a vegetarian. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm a vegetarian. If I start becoming a little bit extreme, Nathan, you just need to take me out the back and shoot me between the eyes <laughs> before I do anything stupid. Yeah. 
Um, actually, one person we didn't speak about um, just quickly as well was Mario. Um, oh, yeah, the gangster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he was just like, "No, I did not kill him, but I chopped I his head off with a circular <laughs> saw." <laughs> Guilty. And it's like you don't give a single shit about the fact that you cut a man up, just like burnt parts of his body. Like this guy is fucked. Like this guy is the closest thing you're gonna find to a Breaking Bad character in real life. I feel. Well, I thought it it was very reminiscent of Breaking Bad. It did scream of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just not meth. It's just tigers. Kind of. I feel like Breaking Bad was missing like a kingpin who had tigers. Yeah, they should do. Oh, they should bring that into like a new film. They should do that cool song. El Camino (laughs) Two. Jesse fights the Tiger King. Yeah. Actually, they just they call it like mustache. I mean, there was a lot of meth going about. <laughs> yeah, lots of meth. And this yeah. guy was deaf. I mean, this guy made his, this Mario guy made his fortune from selling drugs. Yeah. I mean, so he was in a way the. I mean, they did say he's the blueprint for Tony Montana, and I could kind of see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a drug lord. He did, and like the thing I said to you is, him and his wife looked like a gangster family. Do you know what I mean? Like not like cool. I mean like is in like that classic Italian mob kind of family. Yeah, look. They and looked I mean, like it. Bringing up again, Doc Myrtle was very close friends with him whilst he literally just like got out of prison, and yeah, I I feel like he hasn't dropped this gangster life, so. It, I feel like Don Mel was like thoroughly in this. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. They clearly didn't get all of his money. Yeah. And he had a private groundskeeping force. He had a private zoo, basically. Yeah, I was... That guy's a fuckhead as well. Yeah. A real fuckhead. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, are there any... It's hard to say, because the whole thing was a bit of a roller coaster. Any things that really stood out to you from this? <laughs> That's a that's a question to think about. I mean, about. one for me, they really do love guns down there. Yeah. Um, two, the meat truck, that is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that, that is, is dreadful. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'm though, surprised like, half of that workforce didn't die from just shitting out their entire stomach. But at the same time, though, like they would build immunity to it at some point. Like, they got immunity to bad just, meat. Yeah, because they were like, and that guy was like, tigers oh, still frozen. Like, there was like tigers <laughs> that were like eating raw chicken and then licking the, the park mates. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, there's got to be some form of like, you've got to be just... They've just become immune to salmonella. To be fair, to fix this whole COVID-19 thing, you might as well just take all of their blood and just pump it into everyone else. <laughs> everyone comes out with like no teeth. Yeah, it's just, it's just it, everyone's fucking high because their blood just contains meth. Meth, but like, half meth. Yeah. That's what's done but it. They're at the like same immune. time, they're just immune to every disease. Methanimmunity. No, one of the things actually, because we didn't speak about that a minute ago, was Joe's political campaign. Oh, I mean, do we have to? No, I'm not going to talk much about it, but it's just how, like, just the fact that he got 19% of the votes was incredible. That's another standout moment. Yeah, that's that, incredible. that is a standout moment. The fact that Joe Exotic got 19% as uh, for a and, governor. And, and, these, and then you see all these people going like, well, he just speaks his man. He just says it as it is, and I like it. As far as I'm concerned, he might tell a few tales, but and then that's what they, man. That's what they did with Donald Trump, and look how fucked that is now. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you get, fair enough, free speech and all that, mate, but, like, you don't vote for someone that just doesn't fucking understand anything. Yeah. Like Joe Exotic was only being governor because it would make him look good being a governor. Well, he just wanted more fame. Yeah. Again, that's all he wanted. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think in a parallel universe somewhere, Joe Exotic yeah. was governor yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he rose to take over the world yeah, with like a, a tiger there's, army? There's definitely a parallel universe out there uh, using a, a, not being too smart here, but using M theory. 
Uh, <laughs> I read a whole book about it. I've got the Mandela book. effect. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, no, oh. I, I read this Stephen Hawking book one time about it. But it's very cool. It's called the Theory of Knowledge. Anyway, um, I reckon that there is definitely a, th- a universe out there where Joe Joe is, free. is is free. the king. He also is president of the United States, and he has a tiger army. And 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 God, I hope I see that one day. In all honesty, in that world, there would be an abundance of tigers. Like, no, oh, he'd be breeding them like in a factory. Wouldn't yeah, it? it'd be like in Star Wars, and they're like, well, we like, have two hundred thousand more units just waiting. <laughs> With a million more on the way. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolute madness. But yeah, um, I think that's one of the things that stood out. The other, the only other real thing that stood out to me was like. I think I said it. I know I said it earlier, but like just how fucked up and how actually like insane those communities actually are. Yeah, they you all are a bad bunch. You don't think about it in your day to day life because it doesn't affect you. But people that like breeding tigers and animals and things like that are like, I guess some of them have good hearts, but a lot of them don't. No, um, um, it I makes you think about people that own zoos, like even like like you know like london zoo and things like that or like it's different though because it is it's an exhibition i I think the rules now on zoos are far more um extreme well you remember like woven safari park yeah those tigers had a lot of play like a lot of space yeah um and this is a completely different world yeah this is you know this is you know it's like a petting zoo it's like they have about the same amount of space as like a fucking goat would have in a petting zoo in this country. Yeah, um, it was just mad. I, I, it was upsetting towards the end. I mean, it was certainly upsetting throughout, but it was like, yeah, these animals have absolutely no life. Yeah, like they just look sad and tired and depressed, really. If that's possible for a, well, I mean, it is possible for an animal, but yeah, I don't. Getting back to it, definitely watch it. Great series. Uh, if you haven't and you've listened to this whole thing and um, I just want to know um, what your theories are about this whole thing and let's just hope they do some more of it um, we're going to do oh, we do what we've been reading, watching, listening to first mm. and then we'll get to this comment section um, I mean obviously watching for both me and you has been yeah, this, this yeah. pretty much um, yeah. been re-watching Toast of London as well I, I did I watched like yeah. uh, I think I watched like most of series one while working the other day I was fucking creasing like I was on the phone to someone and <laughs> it was like I think it was like oh, I can't remember which fucking episode it was but Toast was doing something stupid and I started laughing on the phone and this guy was like uh, and I was like oh sorry sorry my, my housemate was doing something stupid but um, I was like, oh god, that was embarrassing. But yeah, Toast London is fucking brilliant. I rewatched. Um, I finished Star Trek Picard. Um, I think I, I might have said that in the last podcast, but I finished Star Trek Picard. That was a very very good ending. Um, I, I a lot of people hated it, and was like, oh, why did they not do this? And I'm like, oh, I just enjoy it. It was wholesome. It was a wholesome ending, and that's what I wanted. It was a wholesome show with a wholesome ending. And oh, I'm happy nice. About that. I'm glad. But yeah. What have you been? Have you been reading anything? Um, I've just honestly, I've been reading a lot of online stuff um, regarding just like music production and things. Really, um, that's really been it. I've been reading 
quite a lot of, of reviews of music and things like that as well, just mm. to keep myself somewhat sane. And um, yeah, that's been it for reading. Like uh, watching wise, obviously pretty much the same as you. Um, I did watch last night though; it was really good. Match of the day, um, but because there's obviously no football yeah. games on at the minute, they're doing it retrospective. So um, one of the pundits each week chooses three games from their from their playing time or just mm. in general that they want to talk about and they go back through the games and it's really it's, it's yeah. just fun I was yeah. like I'm watching the Newcastle Man United match from the um, from the 90s and I was like you know what it's the best thing I've got to watch right now yeah. so that was really fun a bit I, nostalgia it was nice yeah, yeah. Um, oh shit well yeah got Disney Plus yeah and Endgame we watched day. Endgame me and Cam's like literally just crying I was well, crying you were. I cried at the end I always cry at the end of that film my god is that why you went straight to bed no I had to FaceTime somebody okay um, no what a brilliant 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 bit of film I love that film um, but because I've got Disney been watching a lot of The Simpsons because they've got every season on there yeah and I'm just it's just gold like some of the jokes they have in The Simpsons, you know, for the age rating, it's just they're just so smart, and yeah. it's just it's just good comedy, man. And now I've got so much to watch. I'm just <laughs> really thankful. It's hard to even think of some of those <laughs> on the top of your head. Just there's so many stupid jokes. What was that? <sighs> Billy Corgan, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins," and he was like, "I'm Homer." <laughs> I can't remember what it was he said after that. <laughs> it was just something to do with not smashing up pumpkin. <laughs> oh, man, I can't remember. I was thinking of the one where... Um, was it, oh, what was the one we... It was on yesterday when we were making dinner. Um, making dinner? Do you mean eating Domino's? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it was funny. But, yeah, no, there's too many Simpsons... Simpsons jokes and things that I had to even think about. Oh, I just really need to find the quote from it because it's going to make me really laugh. Please, let's have the quotes. Why don't you just do quotes from the episode? I'm gonna do that. You can always quote up on uh, on 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 each episode. I was reading actually a um, a very interesting um, book, like an online book on comedy, and it was really interesting because it was like about um, how to do comedy and things like that. But at the same time, it was also really, really like terrible because they were like telling you how to do jokes and things like that and I was like how can you tell someone how to make jokes because it's obviously on a, like someone else's perspective isn't it and what's funny and like that. <laughs> that was it Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins Homer Simpson smiling politely <laughs> <laughs> that was it <laughs> oh oh, oh man it, yeah it made me laugh um oh, listening oh no uh, my, um, my aglet from my uh, aglet yeah I love that from Phineas and Ferb falling off um i uh sorry in terms of what i've been listening to uh if anyone here follows me on instagram i've been doing a record of the day every day um and um to go through a few um i've had uh, the voids um last album up there i've had two queens of the stone age albums mm. uh rated r which mm. is a fucking amazing piece of rated r for rad yeah rated yeah. radical bro Ra- radical bro um 
Queens of the Stone Age villains I've been listening to today, uh, and I've always been listening to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um, mm. Wonderful stuff. Um, yeah, really good, really fun. And I'm just looking right now. So just from my recently save, um, there's some I've missed out from the past few weeks. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Lana Del Rey. Uh, don't know why, I just have. Um, why not? I mean, free, yeah, free country. Why not? Um, I've also, there's this song um, called... Oh no, where's it gone? It's called Always Forever. And it is like the sweetest, most emotional little song. Um, it's by Cults. That's it. I fucking love this song though. It is just so beautiful. Mm. Listen to it if you can. Uh, and that's uh, that's my that's my what I've been listening to recently bit. Nathan, what have you been listening to? Mm, I've just been listening to my standard stuff. You've had a bit of a mix on. I've had a bit of a mix. mix. I've had like because I've been working when I wasn't on the phones. I was when I was doing like inboxes or like replying to messages. I had like my music playlist on, and it was just like shuffle. So I had, I had like like one like one minute I'd have like ACDC on or like Led Zeppelin, and then it would be like Post Malone to like. Mumford and Sons so it was like it was a very range so I mean this is just loads of different things uh, at the minute so not not really anything in particular it's just been a bunch of different shit mm-hmm. there's a lot of old like like summer songs from like two years ago like that aren't like in that, in that period of not being cool to listen to anymore but I've still been listening to them because I'm not cool but why else what else would you do actually I I, I was just because uh, I was looking at Instagram for these um uh, the, the, the one comment that we got actually from the from the 88 views that we got on it, we only got one comment on what do you think about that bitch, Carol Baskin. Um, but actually, um, I have a friend um, who, her name's Paige. Um, and Hello, she actually, Paige. Uh, she had coronavirus. Um, oh my God. She got diagnosed, I think, about a week or two ago. Um, I don't think I mentioned it on the last podcast, but she's actually, I think she's better now. I mean, she just posted a photo of being all happy in the sun. And she's got over that. So I just, I, I, I know she's not listening to this podcast. Better now, better now, better than not around, not around. You know I never meant to let you down. I mean, I'm better down. now that she better is still around, is what I'm saying. Better now, better now. Great tune. Good tune. Yeah, I hope you're better, Paige. But, but yeah, no, I, I believe she's all good. And I'm very, I'm very, I, I, I was a little bit worried. I did want to message her, but. No, Paige, if you are listening to this, which I doubt that you are, I do apologise. Paige, listen. You, but, but you uh, you probably had the other people messaging you anyway. Um, but we got um, we got a response from uh, our, our, our good friend Joe, uh, one for the Joe, um, who said, uh, feed her to the creepers. Uh, that's because we've been playing a shit ton of Minecraft recently with Joe. And um, I guess he's on our page wavelength of saying, fuck Carol Baskin, that bitch. That bitch. Um, if you were, if Carol Baskin was in Minecraft, and you could do anything, like to like you had to like be very careful with what you say. Yeah, so I could incriminate myself. Um, well, it would, I would I would just build I would just build a big block of like oak wood around her, and and never let her go, like never let her escape. Okay, well that's brilliant, <laughs> and I think with that we will end this week's episode because I just don't know what to say after that. I am beyond speechless. Um, thank you very much for listening I hope you like Tiger King yeah and, if you um, haven't seen it give it a watch yeah and tune sure. in next week for um, I don't know for, for whatever we're doing be a, be a case next week yeah I think I'm going to do an unsolved murder hmm and we can maybe solve it together <laughs> step by step <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go out into the field we're going to leave this house yeah. out of quarantine 
No, I'm not going to do that, really. Anyway, bye. Adios, amigos.